Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Callender. Uh, Going to be a quick hitter tonight because we got Game 7 coming up shortly. Uh, this evening, about two hours away. Uh, quite a bit of college football on tap. Nothing too awe-inspiring other than Tennessee getting absolutely smoked by Alabama to the surprise of no one. And uh, North Carolina getting blown out by Vatek. Again, not surprising. Miami looks like they're in a tight one, as are Michigan State. So, nothing too crazy on the college football front, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, you know, obviously the story of the day is uh, the Yankees-Astros Game 7. You know, baseball is having a great postseason. Uh, Lots of drama going back and forth with some of the matchups. Obviously, the Dodgers being in a World Series for the first time. Uh, in almost 30 years is a huge story. So baseball has a lot of media stories that they can drum up, whether it's the Yankees, obviously, with the historic history between the two franchises. Houston, uh, obviously, the Astros were the team of the first half of the uh, MLB season by far. So, uh, you know, a lot of backstory that they could uh, bring up there. You know, obviously, the media would like it to be New York, L.A., because then they can go to their East Coast and West Coast bases. Uh, but, uh, you know, that that's story for another time. Uh, so I'll get into the game in a little bit. Just wanted to dip into a few of the NBA storylines. Uh, Lonzo Ball, after getting embarrassed in his debut, had a nice game against the Suns, almost had a triple-double. Uh, shot 12-27, though, to get those 29 points. But uh, almost had a triple-double, uh, 10 rebounds, uh, 9 assists. And, of course, in order to celebrate like he's been there before, decided to release uh, his own hip-hop single on iTunes. So, yeah, there's that that lovely gem of Lonzo Ball with his hip-hop single called Super Saiyan. So, uh, for those Lonzo Ball fans out there, you can listen to that track on iTunes and from the clip I played. Uh, yeah, it makes Tyrese actually sound good. So, uh, there's that. Anyway, uh, anyway, so we're gonna, uh, start moving on to the baseball. Uh, 
going to get into the NFL tomorrow morning uh, uh, when I can. If not tonight, well, probably not tonight. <laughs> I highly doubt. You know, regardless of how the Yankees game, if it goes well, great. If it doesn't go well, yeah, probably not going to be in the mood to talk about football either. So, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll try to do NFL uh, tomorrow for the game, so kick off tomorrow. But anyway, uh, in terms of the Yankees matchup against the Astros, uh, basically you've got, uh, you know, some metrics heading into it. Obviously, people are hyping up the fact that CC Sabathia is going for the Yankees. He's 10-0 with a 1.69 ERA after a Yankees loss, so people are drumming up that fact. Uh, you know, honestly... I don't like going into things of that nature because every baseball game is different. The scenarios are different of what you're going to go into. I mean, people want to bring up uh, the spread, you know, Yankees being 9-1 against the spread. Houston uh, is uh, well above average in terms of uh, the spread in their last 18 games at home. There's uh, 16-2. I mean, honestly, you know, the way I kind of look at this game is that, you know, stylistically, uh, we've had a mishmash of the series. The offense has shown up for the Yankees at home. Offense for the Astros has shown up at home. The road team really hasn't had much of a footing in this series, uh, so to speak. You know, tonight, the Yankees have the weakest uh, pitcher they they could have asked for on the Astros going to in, uh, Charlie Morton. Uh, you know, he's a softball pitcher, basically, uh, in that he likes to make soft contact. He's going to use the changeup. Uh, he's basically trying to get you to get yourself out more than anything else. Uh, if the Yankees can at least be a little bit disciplined uh, and uh, get uh, Morton himself into trouble and bad counts, I mean, honestly, he's had a 10 ERA in his two postseason starts. You should be able to get to him. Uh, I expect uh, Houston to pull him early. Uh, I think you will see a lot of uh, uh, Colin McHugh and uh, Lance McCullers early in this game. For the Yankees, CC is going to try to do what he can. I think this is ultimately going to be a bullpen battle, which should favor the Yankees if the Yankees can actually get out to a lead first. If Houston gets out to a lead first and kind of rides the momentum of the crowd... Then you can see the Yankees starting to press a bit, which obviously uh, for Yankee fans, they don't want to see happen. But, you know, one thing that has been a, a common case in this uh, postseason thus far is that the Yankees uh, core group has actually played better when their backs are against the wall, which is not necessarily something you'd like to see. But, you know, they, you know, at, at least you at least get the sense that the moment doesn't become too large for them. So, you uh, Obviously, a lot of focus is going to be placed on Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez defensively uh, with his uh, foibles uh, because he, you know, he just can't seem to get over uh, the drops that he's had uh, throughout the year. And, you know, obviously, this is a situation where every mistake is going to become more magnified as the game goes along. I was thinking that it's a possibility that uh, Girardi could uh, go with uh, uh, Sanchez as the DH and bring in Romine, but it looks like uh, 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 Girardi is going to opt to make sure that he keeps his best hitting lineup out there. So uh, Headley gets 
the DH uh, role tonight, uh, hitting out of the night hole, I believe, tonight. Uh, you know, just because of the strong showing he's had the last two games. So, uh, uh, Headley's in there, Frazier's in there. So, we'll see how it, it goes uh, tonight uh, with the Yankees and Astros. My, my, uh, my thinking here is the Astros, if they're going to win this game, it's going to be with the top of the lineup actually putting up numbers. So uh, I'm looking at George Springer and I'm looking at Bregman. Uh, those two need to be in a position where they can allow Altuve to get decent pitches to take, uh, to take hacks at. I think the Yankees are going to be smarter with Altuve and avoid him in any situations where he could actually hurt them directly. Uh, just because Altuve has been the most dangerous player on the Astros. I, I said it from the beginning, I thought Altuve is still severely underrated by most clubs. They don't they don't recognize how dangerous he truly is because he really hasn't been trying to swing for the fences either with uh, his at-bats. If he really did, he could really turn it loose. But, you know, uh, take it for what it is. Yankees are obviously in a spot that no one really gave them much of a chance. I certainly did uh, to be in just given their youth. Uh, so had a schedule here, but, you know, you try to take advantage of every moment that you can because otherwise you can end up like the Nationals who fired their manager, Dusty Baker, ahead of an apocalypse next year of salary contracts. So uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but uh, in terms of a uh, pick tonight, you know, I'm not going to make a pick uh, just because, you know, with a game seven, you know, anything can go. I, I would just say here that uh, – Pretty much the winning team is going to need to score at least six runs. I think that's like a bare minimum tonight because I, I just feel as though both managers are going to start matching up with bullpens come the fifth inning. I don't think either starter goes past the fifth inning. I think by the time the fifth inning comes and goes, regardless of how well either pitcher is going, I think the bullpens are going to get involved and both managers are going to try to stretch it out to get it, uh, get it to the finish line. So, I think six is the magic number. We'll see how and when those uh, moments come throughout the game, but uh, that's where I ultimately think it's going to come down to. The, uh, in terms of the Vegas betting odds, Houston's about a minus 154, so obviously you bet the 154 to win 100, uh, but uh, consensus, uh, consensus pick seems to be favoring uh, uh, the Yankees as the dog here. Uh, you know, who really knows <laughs> in terms of the uh, this series? Just because it's been a pretty back and forth uh, series in terms of uh, the actual ebbs and flows. So again, like I said, uh, I think it's really going to come down to someone needs to get the six runs to put themselves in a comfortable spot to win in this game. I just think this is going to blow through the over eight run uh, run line that people have projected for it. I I don't even think it's going to be close that it's. And I think it's going to be well above that. So uh, that's what I've got for the baseball uh, game seven tonight. Uh, just a couple other quick hitters. Uh, Nationals fired Dusty Baker, mainly because they can't figure out what they want to do with themselves. Uh, you know, pinning the blame on Baker is <laughs> laughable at best because as much as I question Dusty Baker's decision-making uh, during a playoff uh Playoff games, you know, you you it's hard pressed to find someone else that can actually do a better job uh, with uh, uh, managing a team. So you know, Dusty Baker 
uh, ends up leaving, uh, leaving the Nets. Uh, you know, the issue here, though, is the fact that uh, I just look at this and uh, this situation. The Nationals are a one-year team. Uh, there's no, nothing getting around it. it it's, uh, it's, it's a situation where Bryce Harper is a free agent after next year. And in terms of, uh, the, and, you know, <laughs> I mean, the contracts involved, you've got Scherzer making a ton of money come, uh, next, uh, two years. Uh, Strasburg's contract is backloaded, so he's going to be, uh, just, these are going to be albatross contracts, and Murphy's contract is up out there next year. Uh, so you got Murphy, you got uh, uh, Harper potentially set to go, and you've got a lot of uh, payroll allocated to a select number of players that won't be able to help you in the short term if you can't fix the glaring holes in the lineup. So the, the Nationals are almost stuck in a position where they either have to trade somebody this offseason season. Uh, to make sure you mitigate uh, what's going on, or you can go full all in and try to win everything. Uh, but uh, you know, to fire Dusty Baker when he, he, they didn't even fire him <laughs> to his face and call him in the meeting, they fired him over the phone. Basically, uh, you know, it's it's absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, no self-respecting manager is going to take that job, knowing that they basically have a one-year win or go home. Uh, mentality to it because who's going to stick around for that team uh, in 20, uh, 2019? I, I mean, that's going to be a nightmare job. So there's just uh, a lot of baggage with the Nationals. Uh, four managers fired in the past six years. No cohesiveness. Uh, there's just nothing uh, with the Nationals job that even remotely looks like it's uh, going to be worthwhile. Uh in terms of other team news around the league, it, you know, uh, the Cubs fired Chris Basio, who was their pitching coach from when the Cubs sucked. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, pretty much he was uh, uh, the first guy Theo Epstein hired back in 2011 when the team was a dumpster fire. Uh, so he had a number of managers and. Then uh, uh, landed uh, was a part of uh, was already on the staff when Joe Madden got there. So you know he experienced the lows and the highs, and now gets to be made the scapegoat for the postseason failures of the club, which to me you know doesn't really make any sense uh, for the most part because the Cubs pitching staff was already getting old. Uh, you know Kyle Hendricks is was a middle of the road pitcher was turned out to be the ERA leader last year and still was a serviceable pitcher this year despite uh injury uh, plague campaign. Uh you know, I I'm not quite sure what to make of some of these uh uh baseball decisions. I mean, the Nationals reeks of the Lerner family. Uh, I don't even uh, I don't even know at this point how long uh Mike Rizzo is is going to stick around uh, on the Nationals. I think he probably gets fired at the end of next year. Uh, to be honest, uh, with the Nationals, but uh, the Cubs, I'm I'm kind of interested to see who they're uh, who they're actually going after uh, in terms of uh, candidates because you know Basio seemed to be pretty uh, a, pr- a pretty good uh, 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 pitching coach, so 
interesting that they uh, uh, would fire him uh, and uh, you know right after the season. So it's uh, I mean the the couple of names that I would say is that uh, uh, probably Mike Maddox on the Nationals um, might be uh, a guy who's uh, who's going to be available. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure Mike Maddox has to be available. They're going to fire Dusty Baker. Uh, so it, it really, it, it doesn't make any sense, uh, with some of these clubs. So I, I think probably Mike Maddox, uh, uh, maybe Dan Worthen on the Mets, uh, Jim Hickey, uh, from the Rays, you know, uh, Hickey, Hickey makes actually the most sense, uh, for the Cubs though, I will say, cause, uh, he was, uh, Joe Maddox pitching coach back in Tampa. So maybe that's, uh, the connection that they're going for there. But, uh, yeah, just kind of curious about so, some of the, uh, the moves that are happening. Uh, so in terms of, uh, the baseball, again, I'm looking at this and <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm literally looking at the Alabama, Tennessee game. Uh, Tennessee just scored a touchdown off an interception return. And the Tennessee player is literally down three touchdowns and is flipping off the Alabama crowd. That is that is fantastic. Oh, man. Butch Jones. Great job, coach. <laughs> great job with your players. Oh, jeez. Anyway. So, uh, that's what I've got uh, going on in terms of the baseball tonight. You know, hopefully it's a great game. Hopefully the Yankees win. Obviously, that'll be a very interesting time in New York to see the Yankees in the World Series, especially against the Dodgers because you got the Brooklyn uh, uh, Dodger fan contingent also still around. Uh, so, it, you know, and Mets fans will be miserable because Brooklyn Dodger fans seem to outnumber Mets fans at times, depending on the time of year. Well, you know, you never know. But anyway, uh, that's all for now, guys. Uh, enjoy the game and football coming up right around the corner tomorrow with the NFL. So, later, guys. most talked about position in all of sports, the quarterback. And now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field, Celebrity QB, featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach, Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll, <laughs> I'll take Giselle, okay? Is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.